views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, super welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, the Transformation Network, and TransformationRadio.fm. Hey, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And for those of you that are thinking, you know, I'm so glad I've got Transformation Talk Radio on my telephone app, yeah. Shout out to all of you. Uh, Many of you that are listening in the Pacific Northwest, if you're listening in your car, you're probably fully aware of uh, to the tune of about 147, 8,000 people that were without electricity. I certainly am one of them. Our studios are not. And I want to just say to everybody, hang in there. I know this was a heck of a storm. And boy, we could go on about making that a metaphor for a lot of things. But let's not. Mr. Benny, how are you today? Doing awesome, Pat. Yeah, yeah. And the lights are on. Yes. They're yeah. always on here at our house. They're always on they're always on. <laughs> they're they're here. I'm in my I'm in my, my studio in the north in Bothell and we've got electricity, we've got plug in, we've got studio lights flickering on and off in here. Uh, on my computer. I finally got my computer to just connect to the right uh, digi things and off we go. But, you know, this is what happens. The show must go on, Benny. That's right. We love it. <laughs> the show must go on. The show must go on. It must go on. I'm, I, you know, I'm really thrilled to, to talk with you. We've got a great lineup today for those of you that are just tuning in. You know, what is it about our lives that we get to reflect upon and look back on and think about, well, wait a minute. You know, what is it that really calls us? to really take that step further. And what happens when we're called to do something about what we see in the world, how we see it in the world, and what in fact uh, we might be able to do to make a difference. And so today I'm thrilled to be talking with all of you and introducing you to Courtney Walsh joining me here today. And by the way, she is the author of Dear Human, A Manifesto of Love, invitation, invocation to humanity. And we're going to hear about this journey. But, you know, if you go, you can, we're going to talk about social media too, because what do they mean when they say blow up social media? Well, we always hear about things that are doing a blow up thing in a not so hot way. But what happens when you are Courtney and you decide, I am going to write a letter, a love letter, a love letter from the heart to the world. 
Now, what does that look like? What does that sound like? And then what calls a person to come forth to even think to do that? And when you get an idea like that, then where do you go from there? You know, uh, many people say rock star, fun, humorous person, renowned speaker, writer, you know, any or all of the above. But somehow deep down and inside, you can be all of those things in the outside world. But boy, if you don't got some authenticity going on on the inside, you do not write, dear human. Courtney, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. What a wonderful and beautiful uh, introduction. I'm sort of misty-eyed over here. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, who's that well, girl? I want to know her. She sounds cool. <laughs> exactly. You know, but you know, let's talk about this for a minute before we actually jump into the book and actually jump into what you did. Sure. I mean, I think we can fake it till we make it in the world. I think that many of us have had to do that. You know, not so great childhoods, whatever you want to think about. But when it comes to really calling forth a message, a convincing message, that has to come from a place that's indescribable, in my opinion. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what did you, what touched you? What happened to you? Did you just pop up one day and say, <laughs> boom, here I am. Let me do this. Let me write this letter. What was it that grabbed you by the, let's just say, by the neck, so to speak, <laughs> or more importantly, by the heart. What yes. happened? Yeah. Well, Welcome that's, to a, that's a great question, and I will try to keep my answer brief because uh, people say, how long did it take you to write Dear Human? And I say 44 years <laughs> because that is Honestly, my age. we have yeah. an hour. We have an yeah. hour. You just, so I'll you keep just it talk, brief. Talk, the talk bottom away. line is I definitely um, have been doing social media. You mentioned that for almost as long as Facebook has been around, and self-published my first book in 2007, which was about a suicide attempt and subsequent hospitalization and recovery called Lipstick and Thongs in the Looney Bin. So that was kind of my, my attempt and foray into that world and wanting to, the reason I wrote the book is if it helps one person, I felt that that would be amazing, and it ultimately did, it helped me. And I guess several others, because then I went around doing <clears throat> empowerment and bullying and suicide prevention speeches at schools, organizations, uh, women's empowerment retreats, and things like that. So that was kind of what I was doing before Dear Human hit the world. And I was building, you know, my platform, my message, yes, my authenticity, doing my inner work, my outer work. And I was in love. So that's what I was experiencing kind of that pink bubble or wave of bliss that you have when you first fall in love with someone because really we know it's chemicals when you're falling in love with yourself and all that good <laughs> stuff. You know? And it just brought that forth for me, this, this feeling that we are all so hard on ourselves and that we have this sort of what I call spiritual perfectionism that really we could do without and that it holds us back from true connection, communion, intimacy, real, you know, juiciness. So that was where the, the place and the backstory of, you know, leading up to Dear Human and, and what birthed it and the amazing wave that's happened after has just taken me for a ride. So I want to start out with a myth, if we can, you and I. Sure. There's a myth that focuses around about people like you and people like me 
um, who are out in the world, you know, we, I've been doing positive talk radio under the guise of the Dr. Pat show now for going on 14 years. Yeah. And, and then here you are. They think that, and I don't, you know, I'm not saying it's all of my, the listeners are listening today, but there are some people that think that we're in this world of spirituality and human potential. And, and we're talking about Kim Kardashian. Well, <laughs> I do. I um, totally love her, and I love that right. whole family, so don't get me going on that, yeah. <laughs> no, but I want to get you going because yeah. I wanted to talk about this from where we are today and where we've been. Right. And it, just to get a sense of what the world is calling forth now. You see, the old model that we grew up with, or I'm, I'm a bit older than you, that I grew up with, on how to define spirituality in the world did not include social media. But the new model might, don't you think? Oh, it has to. And, and it yeah. also has to include, you know, all, all ranges of sexuality. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, when you sat down and, and, you know, you decided to write Dear Human, and you sat down and you, the words came to you, the thoughts came to you. And, of course, you know, we talked about, you know, how long did it take you to write this book? I'm really interested in what the challenge challenges became for you. Once you had the idea and you put pen to paper, what happened? What My were some challenges, of the challenges are never with writing because I really feel like no. I'm a channel and I just take dictation. I call myself almost like a cosmic secretary. I sit down, listen, and yeah. type. I get into that meditative yeah. state. Yeah. My challenges have been more root chakra and security and funding my life with that. <laughs> so, and that's just an ongoing thing. You know, I, I console myself with, well, J.K. Rowling waited tables and she was living in poverty for many years before Harry Potter hit the world and you know and even Liz Gilbert is one of my heroines and who endorsed the book along with the wonderful Arielle Ford like these people have you know worked their magic in their different ways and hustled and done what they needed to do to support their creativity and their art and their their life you know to expand it and amplify it and get it out there so that was really only my ever challenge was to not succumb to the idea that you have to have a real job and just do your work on the side. Not that I didn't have real jobs. I had many quote unquote real world jobs, but I always knew this was my real job. Yeah. You know, it's funny because there are some people that know me and they still ask me when I'm going to get a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Well, let me tell you, after a bunch of years doing this and and then starting TransformationRadio.fm and Transformation Talk Radio, I mean, based on my background, I don't think there's an employer out there that would hire me to do that. No, no, we're unemployable. That's that's Uh, wonderful right now. Exactly. Don't you love it? You know, yeah, I well, do. Well, but part of this is being able to be you. Yeah. It's it's being able to be you and still remember who you were, who you are today, and where you want to go. We're going to take a yeah. short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. I love it. You know, it. we're going to talk about what does all of this mean and how does blame, shame, and defame factor in to the vibration of abundance and prosperity. Stay tuned, everybody. We're going to take a shorty. When we come back, Courtney Walsh is in the house. We're going to give you lots of information. Stay tuned. Fasten your seatbelt. Get ready to laugh and much more.
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 6th Annual Tappers Gathering March 19th at Bastyr University in Seattle. You will learn EFT applications, forge a strong community, and share healing stories. The event raises money and awareness for EFT tapping scientific research. Net proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit to further prove the efficacy of EFT. Bring your cards and information for a fun and inspiring day of networking. Visit nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. The Doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's great to have Courtney Walsh joining me here today. You know, I want to say, what does 20 million people do? What happens when over 20 million people connect to you uh, and connect to you about something that clearly came from the channel beings? And what happens when that happens? You know, when people are like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dear human, are you talking to me? Famous line. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And we're going to pick up some things from this, right, Courtney, uh, along the way that we're going to relate to. But we're also going to pick up some things that make us think, you know, that make us, you know, decide whether or not we're going to, first of all, show up. And then even if we show up, are we going to suit up? 
And are we going to show up, suit up and do our best? Are we going to do that, as you say in the book? But before we can get to that conversation, was this like a walk in a park for you? I mean, when you wrote this and then what did you do then? Oh, wait, let's share it with like 20 million people. Were your friends like, okay, we need to do an intervention with her. How, how, did, your, how did your close peeps relate to this or did they say, oh, that's just her? Yeah, some of the super closest ones have been used to me since I was the kid in the neighborhood organizing the everything, right? The parties, the, you know, Halloween you know, haunted house in someone's basement, the let's go, you know, catch butterflies, let's go make dandelion tea. So some of them were not surprised, I don't think. I think people are, my friends and family are proud of me and the ones who you know, got sick of hearing it, fell away, and that's cool, too, to each their own. I, I think it's a mixed bag, right? It's 20 million people is a mixed bag of reactions yeah. and vibes and energies. But I, I just yeah. feel, like, excited that it's hit a chord in the consciousness and it keeps growing and spreading. So that's fun for me. What do you think it hit? Can I ask you this? Yeah. Because you're the author. Uh, I, have a, I have a point of view. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> but I, I want to ask you what yeah. I mean. Clearly, uh, sure. Part maybe part of this was look. You're you're like the you know like you're the you're the dancing goddess of social media, right? And so there's a part of you that knew that this would have an effect. But there had to be another part of you that really showed up to say this is a message whose time has come. You know, how did that happen for you? Did you start to feel a little guilt around it? Did you start to doubt yourself? Or was it so channeled that you knew it was the real deal? I would say it's a combination. I knew uh-huh. I knew it was channeled and the, therefore the real deal. What the challenge for me personally has been is to live it. Mm. So I can honestly say I walk my talk. I'm talking crazy, sweaty, messy, you know, difficult, you know, but also transcendent life. Like I have this magical amazing life that also has these total crazy crap storms you know? <laughs> so, like, nobody could accuse me of not being human <laughs> like, right. ever um what i really enjoy about the whole thing it still feels very surreal to me and i've been saying to people i have to stop saying it because i know how abundance works yeah mm-hmm. let's just let you know let the bank account catch up with the fame because it doesn't mm-hmm. always link up immediately i think that's going to you know, they're going to catch up with each other and get on the same vibe and page when I let go of my stuff around that. But, yeah, I just feel that it lets us off the hook that we put ourselves on. And it, it reminds us to all give ourselves a break, reminds us that we are doing the best we can. And I think we are so all just, I know for me, hard on ourselves. And we are so easily critical of ourselves and others that it just says, you know, hey, well, maybe we are all doing our best. And Maybe we can just put down the whip we use against ourselves and we can just take a breath and just be. That's what the yeah. people who have responded to me have basically, that's the overwhelming response. Is it's just a relief to read it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, let's take a minute, if we could, to talk about, the, to, to talk about it. Yeah. You know, dear human. And then if you're sitting there listening to the show, you're probably thinking in your mind, dear human, what would I say? Or maybe perhaps, dear human, and I'm not saying anything, or maybe perhaps what's going on for you is you're thinking, well, wait a minute, am I writing this to myself? Or maybe you've got the whole left brain going on, talking to you as a pigeon does on, the, on, a, on a street bench in New York City. Okay? 
But, you know, if it's any one of those, it's really okay because we all do it. But let's talk about how this letter starts out, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dear that's been human. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell everybody what the next line is. The first, yeah, so it's Dear Human is how it's addressed. And the first yes. line is, you've got it all wrong. Boom. <laughs> Boom. So, yeah. And, you know, the reason that packs such a punch is we do all feel like we're getting it all wrong all the time anyway, so why not flip that around on its head? Right. You know, if what right. you've got wrong is not what you think you've got wrong, but just perceptions around that. Right. You know, here's an interesting thought for folks listening to, to the show right now. Here's an interesting thought for everybody. If you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know, dear human, you've got it all wrong. And yet, you know, you're in your stride. You know, you're, you're doing something that you've always wanted to do in the world. Yet, I want to ask you this question, Courtney, because you said it a couple of times. Yet, the material world around us, yeah. we use so often as an indicator. How yeah. much money do we have? What's the size of our house? Are you driving a car? Do you have a car? And if those things are not there as evidence that we're on the right track, we face doom. Yeah. And I want to ask you about that, because if I've got it all wrong, yeah. then help me get it right. Well, I don't know that my job is to help everyone get it right. I know that uh, what I can do is <laughs> remind us that to not be so hard on ourselves in general and to not, yeah, as you say, not to use those things as measurements of our self-worth or of our mission on the planet or of our energy that we're vibing out or the love that we have to give and receive, because that, as we know is true success in any book. Um, getting it right. Yeah, that's funny because I don't really think I'm interested in getting it right anymore. There's my epiphany. <laughs> I did that for so long. That I know. It just, you know? I know. I wanted you yeah. to have this moment with me. Yeah. I, I wanted don't, you to I don't have care this about that anymore, Dr. Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for playing that role. That's great. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to. You know, my, my inner self is like my child is going, I don't want to have to get it right. I just want to do it and have fun with it and be creative and play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, this is part of it. And for those of you out there, if you want to chime in and give us a call, if you've read this letter, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Okay. The things that you list in the letter really equate to many, many things. And I want to just start out with, with one of them. Okay. The fascination, the, the misconception the uh, uh, approved versions that we have from a legal perspective on what love is or isn't yeah. is a multi-billion dollar market. Yep, it is. Yep. Love is at the height of, a, of our political campaign right here in yep. who we love. So let's talk about love. Okay. Are you sure we got that wrong? Because there are people making a lots of money here. Lots of money on the love train. Okay? The love train. Well, maybe that's an indication that we are desperate to try to, quote, unquote, get it right. That's right. Right. Yeah. And that we'll do anything to, you know, yeah, feed ourselves some hope. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what's the indication for me. Whenever I would go out and buy another book or go to another seminar or listen to another podcast, it was always, I got to figure this out. I've got to crack this code. There's something I'm doing wrong. There's something I could be doing better. There's something I need to improve or fix or save or rescue or heal. And it just gets tiring after a while. It doesn't mean that I am not for 
self-development or personal excavation. I really think we have to do those things. I feel very strongly that's an important part of our journey back to remembering, back to rising mm-hmm. into wholeness. Um, but we do go overboard with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know I do. I, I don't speak for myself on that. You name it, yeah. I've read it. You name it, I've invested, you know, in oh. all, all of it. Yeah. So. Right. So but, you know, part man, of this... You know what I mean? like, no, and I know that you're the one to talk to about that, actually. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, actually, somebody actually asked me a question, and we're, we're trying to figure it out. But, you know, yeah. I really don't spend my time thinking about this kind of stuff. But people apparently are interested, just so yeah. you know. Oh, you yeah. know, someone asked me, well, Pat, you know, here's the deal, right? Now you're launching TransformationRadio.fm in about two months, and you're going to have 10 unique channels. But, Pat, we want to know, how many people have you interviewed? And and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, okay, uh, should I make something up about that right now? It's certainly not the interview question I thought you were going to ask me. Mm. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, how many people have I interviewed? And my answer was real simple, not enough. Yeah, not I enough. love that. I love not that. enough. Not yeah. enough people. Yep. And, and then, of course, I opened myself up. But I... I get. I venture that even twenty million people may not be enough. Well, for this I will. Message. I will say this: that it was probably twenty million when we first started sending out press kits. It might be closer to sixty or seventy million now. Exactly. And no, it's still not say. enough. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm definitely feeling this momentum, this push. Like, let's get it on Super Soul Sunday. Let's get it on TED Talks. Let's get it like really deeply seeded into the world. Like to continue this global conversation about love, one yeah. that can elevate it. And give us peace at the same time, not one that just, again, pokes at that sore spot of how we feel inadequate in this area. I love it. And yeah. here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break, but I'm going to read a question from the book, you guys, because I love this question. And again, I've opened up the phone lines, 1-800-930-2819. But here, I'd like you to ponder this uh, when yeah. we go to commercial break. Sure. What if we rise in love instead of fall in fear? What if we rise in love? instead of fall in fear. And then the next line is, hmm, what if indeed? Okay, fasten your seatbelts, folks. You got to be ready to let go of the fear thing. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Radio. Find Your Shine with Kelly is the show that celebrates what makes you, you. Join co-hosts Kelly Wadler and Dr. Pat Basile as they break down how to brilliantly fuel and move your body and love what makes you shine. Kelly is a professional arts and wellness coach dedicated to helping brilliant women find their confidence, energy, self-love, and shine. Tune in to Shine On Radio with Kelly and find your shine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Pat. Many of you have heard me talk about the Lyme disease epidemic going on right now in the world. I wanna tell you about my friends at Results RNA. They have now created an entire Lyme support system for immune system support, detoxification, rejuvenation, and neurological healing. Please visit ResultsRNA.com to learn more. And for first-time orders, you'll receive a special 10% discount. All you have to do is type in Dr. Pat at checkout. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. 
as co-host of the Angel Healer Radio Show. Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. What are vibes? We often use this word, but did you know vibes can actually be useful and help solve our everyday challenges? Embark on an exciting learning journey with Caitlin Keat, 11-time Visionary Award winner, specialist in vibrational energy, and the creator of Vibes Up. Join Caitlin as she takes you through the world of vibrational therapy and energy healing with natural solutions for a modern world. Visit VibesUp.com to learn more today. Wow. Hey, everybody. I am so jazzed to have Courtney Walsh joining me here today. Now, listen, I want to give everybody a lot of information, Courtney, if we could, before we jump ahead at this very, very interesting question that I really kept to look at over the weekend. Um, But, you know, let's make sure that folks, first of all, know how they can find out more about you uh, and how they can find out more about Dear Human. So make sure that I have the exact right place for people to go to find out about you, to find out about Dear Human, and how to follow you on Facebook. Okay. So I have three places to send them. One is my Facebook uh, profile where I have, you know, the 5,000 friend limit capped out and then about 6,000 additional followers. And that's where I post the most. For whatever reason, it just feels cozy like it's my home. So that's um, my profile is Courtney A. Walsh and the Facebook uh, URL is facebook.com backslash loonybus. I'll spell that L O O N Y, no E in loony, L O O N Y B U S, all one word, loonybus.com. So that's the easiest way to find me on Facebook. I also have other pages. I have Courtney A. Walsh. I have Squeezing the Stars, which leads me to my next website, which is where I do a lot of my intuitive readings and work like that. And that is um, www dot squeezing the stars all one word squeezing the stars just like it sounds dot com and then we have the book website the book is so famous it has its own website and it's through <laughs> Findhorn Press and it's www dot dear d e a r dash human dot com so 
So that's the Finhorn Press site. Yep. Yeah. And for those of you out there, check it out and you'll be able to, first of all, you'll be able to get your copy of the book. Uh, And, you know, I want to talk with you about something because, um, and it has to do with this question. And the question before the break that I popped up here is, what if we rise in love instead of fall in fear? And of course, the fabulous, hmm, right, comes after, which we all do, right? (laughs) Um, And I want to ask this question because, you know, Chances are that if we could even get in touch with the things that we're afraid of, it's like having a spiritual awakening. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, I, I'm not a fan of the face your fears as much as I am. I love how um, Liz Gilbert says, okay, they're coming on the road trip, but they don't get to hold the map and they never get to drive. <sighs> you know, that's my favorite. Yeah. So that's the yeah. way I see it. I see it that, okay, we're not here to eliminate them, to conquer them to even transform or transmute them. We're here to just not let them run the show. They're part mm-hmm. of the journey. They do, they can, you know, shape us or break us if we give them too much power. But, you know, if we didn't have fears, we wouldn't hold form, we wouldn't be in a human body, and we'd be whizzing around the multiverse as a ball of light. So it yeah. actually is part of what makes us human, but it doesn't have to define us or limit us. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about this. Yeah. You know, fear uh foe or friend both depending depending on perspective like it's when i have stage fright before i'm going to talk to you it's it's both right because <laughs> if i didn't have a little bit of that excitement or enthusiasm i wouldn't be able to kind of be amped up and fun and, and do my thing and get in the zone but i don't need to be worried that lions are going to eat me anymore so that fight <laughs> or flight response that gets so heightened with the adrenaline is outdated and we can learn to harness that through meditation, through breathing, oxygen. We were just talking about sound frequencies at the break. Lots of ways. For me, sometimes swimming, walking in nature, you know, laughing with friends. There's a million ways to take a little bit of a fear or something that's picking or poking at you and find humor in it. That's my biggest thing is I almost make fun of my fears so that they don't become big and scary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually starting to make fun of myself. As yeah. I was sharing with you at break, I'm, I was starting to make fun of myself around our crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, um, Yeah, because yeah. I think that, you know, you get to the point where you start to second guess yourself and yeah. you start to make not just yourself, but you make the people around you pretty much schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I mean, you have a campaign and it's called Take Back Talk Radio to Give Back Talk Radio. Then you get some feedback and people say, wow, that's Dr. Pat. Wow. You know, like, gosh. You know, that's like you're so negative now. What happened to you? Oh, my God. And then you think, right? And then you're like, oh, my gosh, am I so negative? But it's all about positivity. And so Jessica, our amazing Miss Jessica, said, well, guess what? Positivity rules. So, you know, the point is, look. I disagree, Jessica. Sorry. I believe that it's not positivity or avoiding negativity. It's wholeness rules. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Wholeness rules. We don't have, I don't know if we have that domain name, but I'm sure yeah. Jessica will look for wholeness <laughs> Sorry, rules. Jessica, I didn't mean to call you out on talk radio, but I don't even know where. But, but. <laughs> you know, here, here is the thing that we're discovering. Yeah. Our vision and our mission about what we're doing hasn't changed. Right. And, you know, one of my friends said to me almost the same thing you did. She said, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's going to have an energy and a vibration. Because yep. what, what's, what is being called for is what you talked about during the break. Yep. There is a new voice that is being called for it. I want to ask you, how do you describe what that new voice is from your perspective? It's very much conversational. Like you, mm-hmm. 
experienced when you read, you know, parts of the book. It's just mm-hmm. me sitting down with you having tea, but you're holding a piece of paper in your hands. And that's uh-huh. the medium in that regard. I feel that vocal frequencies and people's voices have an extra, extra level of added power and juice to reach our hearts and for our hearts to absorb the information and the vibration without even getting lost in our own heads. Because I know sometimes when I read, I, you know, be distracted, I'll be reading the same sentence over and over. But if I'm listening to something, I'm feeling the rhythm of the words and the vibes of the people who are talking. So, you know, that has a whole different experience, really. Yeah. I mean, here we are today. We're, we're on social media. We're putting out a positive vibe. You know, we're taking our vision and our mission forward. Um, I don't know about you, but, you know, uh, you know, I said to you during the break that I I would love to hire you to help us with our crowdfunding campaign, because, you know, here's the thing. And I want to ask you about this, if you don't mind. Sure. Sometimes we get really, really close. Right. Do you do, do you know what I mean? We get close to our baby. We get close to that thing that we really believe, you know, is so in our heart. How, How is it that you know, we can see the forest for, you know, for the trees. How, how does your letter help us do that? And now, by the way, it's not just a letter, it's a movement, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's a good question because I, I even have to have people who, I, I'm lucky to, and blessed to have the amazing Finhorn Press people who are helping oh. me and a fabulous publicist in Gail Tor who's just like a rock oh. star goddess. Yeah. She's oh. amazing. So, you know, I got it to a certain level, and they've kind of picked up the the ball, and we're all playing together now, and it's so much easier for me to know that I don't have to do it all, because before I, you know, self-published, I did it all. I wrote it, I edited it, I found the graphic designer for the cover, I did all the marketing, and, and it became exhausting. So I'm really good at helping people focus on their messaging, stay on task, and move forward. I'm not as great, I'll be honest, with sales or things involving money, because that, that again, is my area of, like, you know, but I have people who are really good at that, and, and I have you know connections and relationships with people who have all this beautiful creativity, and they know their areas of genius and they their wheelhouse. And yeah, social media to me is just it's where it's at. And I remember saying I worked at a pharmaceutical company years ago, if you can believe it. And, and I sat oh, down. Oh yeah, in a I believe meeting. it because I know where I work. Yeah, yeah, we've okay. all done that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was sitting in a big meeting, big with muckety mucks and. You know, here I was probably only in my, you know, 30s or whatever, and I said, you guys you guys are a Fortune 50 company. Why aren't you on Facebook? You need to have a social media presence. No, no, we don't need that. That's not going to help our sales. That's not our audience. And I thought, okay. Well, don't you know that everyone now on the, on the planet has a social media presence? So I think in that way I was tuning into something a bit ahead of the curve. I, liked it. I like Barbara Marks Hubbard, how she calls herself an evolutionary futurist. Mm-hmm. You know, so these trends is like, you know, publishing being kind of like <laughs> the New England weather. You don't like it. Wait a minute. It's going to change. <laughs> and that's true about the Internet. That's true about social media. That's true about, you know, all of us as as beings because we're fluid and we evolve. And then we, yeah, we get step back and we devolve and we move ahead and then we sidestep. And that's the dance, baby, right? It is the dance. Yeah. But here... Let's have a little bit of the dance, because I think this is part of your letter. Okay. It's going to be weird, but I'm telling you, just Go get ready it. for it. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> so I was at a meeting this morning, and, and I had a gentleman share just a beautiful little story. Which It's short. 
And he said he was, you know, he's working with his children. He was playing with his children and his children. And we live in the Pacific Northwest now. I grew up on the East Coast, but I'm in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, and she was kind of musing about the clouds. And we just had power outages here this week and just a really strong storm come in. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she was talking and he was explaining about rain. And, you know, rain comes from the clouds and the, the clouds empty their rain down. And so the question came up, well, gee, Daddy, if, if, if the rain empties down from the clouds, how do the clouds keep getting filled up? Because it just keeps raining <laughs> here. That's a reason. Right? Yeah. Now, that's yeah. what Dear Human does. Yeah. It really asks you to get into some questions that in a very... Uh, this is me now. I'm from New York. A very street smart sw- way. Thank you. But here's what I want to ask you. Yeah. You're also inviting us not to take this personally. So when you say you've got it wrong, if you're taking it personally out of the gate, we're going to miss a message, aren't we? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I do think we take everything personally because I, I, I joke. I joke. I take everything personally because I'm a person, but I have to remember that not everything's important. So, yes, that's where <laughs> discernment comes in. Of oh well, and it's sort of it's supposed to be a little shocking and jarring, and even maybe a, a tad Aries warrior goddess aggressive, like mm-hmm. no, you know, you're screwing that up, kid, and grab you by the neck and and kind of put you in front of a different screen, <laughs> so you mm-hmm. can you know find a different story or shape it or create it. Like it's just it's saying your conditioning is wrong. It's not really saying you're wrong. It's saying you're getting the whole big bigger picture part a little skewed, if you will. Yeah. And the word wrong you know, hits you in the gut. It really it does. does. It hits you in the gut and the rest of it takes you by the heart and gives you a hug and kicks you and slaps you and then and then soothes you. It's I know, it's gotta I uh, believe me, I have to read it over and over again myself to get it. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I'm read I was reading the book and I and I'm totally you know, thinking about some of the questions you ask. Yes, some beautiful questions. And then I get to the section which I couldn't wait to talk with you about. One of my yeah. favorite th- things to talk about. Yeah. And it's flawed and fabulous. <laughs> flawed and fabulous. Okay? Yeah. Uh, because what you're saying is, listen, if you think you got it all going on and that's going to be the way you create your baseline for life. Now, this is me paraphrasing your, your book, by the way. Sure. Um, then what happens is that means you're also willing to, to trade in your dream for despair. And I would love for you to talk about the idea that we can be both flawed and fabulous. Yeah. And I think, well, let's just skip the break, Benny, if you don't mind. And uh, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Can, can, yeah. Because to let's me, talk about well, those two things. To me, flawed and fabulous is that we are actually born live and die fabulous but we think we're flawed Mm -hmm. and life and and our conditioning and whatever you want to say patriarchal whatever is is convincing us that there's you know shame and sin and dirty and bad and and so we take that mantle and filter on and then that's the one that i'm really encouraging us all especially myself to drop continually Mm -hmm. over and over and pick up something kinder um but yeah i just feel very strongly that I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm just on a ramble. I'm on a rant. Bring me back. <laughs> uh, no, I want you to go and ramble because okay. uh, yeah. that's exactly I'm reading the book and I'm rambling in my mind. Yeah. And yeah. so let me just let me let's just you and me chime in. We can be like uh, what do you call it, brothers? 
uh, and so here's what I want to say about it. I thought yeah. about this and yeah. how, I thought about how quickly I am to look at my flaws and yeah. how I completely yeah. avoided looking at fabulous and thinking to myself, she's like not talking about me. Okay. And that's where I went. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm like, yeah, show me what's, what's sweet about that flaw. And, you know, let me hear my New York accent. I'm like, Linda, flaw. We're going to talk about floor today. Because flaw, the book's not about floors. The book's about divine human. And I'm like, but see, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to integrate both. How did you learn that lesson? Still learning it. But for me, I had a recent moment where that one kind of, melted in a sweet way where I was driving with a much younger friend. I'm well, much younger. I'm 44. She's 24. So could literally probably technically be her mom. And I was probably doing what my mom did and her mom did and everybody's mom on the planet since the dawn of time did of, uh, you know, complaining about weight or something. And she said, Courtney, I think you're beautiful inside and out as though like how ridiculous to ever think otherwise. Like she was shocked that I still had this little self-esteem or confidence issue. But now I've just put this book trailer out, and and I had to look at it and go, okay, I'm just going to tell myself the camera has 80 pounds. <laughs> you know? And it was, like, ridiculous. Because, mm-hmm. like, who cares? Who cares what the skin suit is? Who cares? Like, we've got Adele. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. I don't ever think of her and think that she should really drop a few. I think, what a voice. Oh, my God. And I really want to start and feel, think of that myself that way. It doesn't mean I would, you know, won't do my green smoothies or do my walks or try to be healthy, but... Like, you know, I've been fighting myself and my weight since I was nine years old. Do I want to live the rest of my 40 or 50 years on the planet doing that? Hell no. no. I do not. No. no. That's flawed and fabulous. Like, that okay. I carry some extra weight and I'm still me, you know? Yeah. You know, I want to say something. And um, because you opened the door for it and I want to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And then I want to jump to show up, do your best. Okay. And I'm going to actually jump to that. For those of okay. you just tuning in, Courtney Walsh is joining me here today. And before the end, I want to make sure you have lots of information. So I'm reading up, show, show up, do your best, feel fully. Okay. And then I'm thinking, okay, how did I even get you on my desk? How, how did this come here? And then it brought us to somebody we have in common as, as friends, friendship and love. And that's Gail Tork. Yeah. And, I, and I want to say this about the people that I have bumped into along the way. Gail Tor did something close to 13, 12, 13 years ago as a publicist that was pretty much not the norm. I was attempting to get me early on. The show wasn't even called The Dr. Pat Show, but that's like another story. And I wanted to speak with Deepak Chopra. And I remember Gail Tor was one of the first, if not the first, publicist or let's just call it angel that I bumped into. And for whatever reason, she agreed to say, yeah, these people that you absolutely want to interview, I'm going to help you with. And as a matter of fact, she actually set up a way for me to meet Deepak in California. All I had to do was get there. Wow. This is Gail Tor. Yeah, my publicist, rock star goddess. I'm, I'm saying to you folks out there, you're thinking about writing a book, or you're thinking about doing something like this. Hire I'm Gail. You, <laughs> yeah. But this is what happened. Yeah. Every the people door show up. Shut. The miracles happen. It's so true. Exactly. It really is. Yeah. But this is her showing up with that level of generosity and willingness, and I learned something from that. And so there haven't been many people that have said, can we share our message on your show that we haven't opened the door from? Yep. But I learned that from her. Yep. What are you learning 
what are you learning now in terms of your life? How are you learning to show up, do your best, and feel fully as a result of you taking this message out? Well, I would have to point to people who've been so instrumental to my overall life development and, of course, one of them being my mom. And I might get emotional because my mom and I have had a hard road. (laughs) And, yeah, this is the messy, sweaty, crying part. But, like, we just were oil and water and definitely fought, like, you know, every cliche in the book, just mother-daughter stuff really, really hard. And in the last five years, for whatever reason, and I don't really question it, I'm sure there's lots of reasons, but our relationship has become what I always wanted it to be and never thought it would or could become. So that's what I'm learning. I'm learning what real love is, that it's past the power struggles and the fights and the differences of opinion and the controlling fear, concern, you know, rebellion, all the roles we played with each other. We probably signed up and said, I'll see you there, and we'll probably hate each other for 40 years, and then we'll start liking each other, and then we'll start really being each other's best friends and great supporters and champions. And, you know, I guess we all forgot the fine print on that one, but that to me that that relationship could transform so dramatically mm-hmm. shows me that dear human works. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I I mean, this is really how you and I get to bring this back to the conversation, which is about love. And, you know, the question, I mean, you and I both have very interesting similarities. Um, You know, I got yesterday to appreciate my stepmom in a way that I hadn't done in a long time. She has since passed. Yeah. But I know it's going to sound weird. I learned... (laughs) My life is weird. Everything's weird. The time I spent with my mom was going to bingo. Most precious times. I learned more about bingo. Yesterday, I was in charge of running a fundraiser, a bingo fundraiser. And if you didn't think that I thought of my mom every minute throughout there of what she would do and how she would do it. I was just going to say she was in charge. She just let you... Acted out. <laughs> oh, yeah. she was so in charge, so in charge <laughs> yeah, of that. Awesome. Yeah, how great. And you know, uh, what is the term we use? You know, we had a rough, a rough, rocky time of it. Yeah. But isn't your message in Dear Human really learning? And, and perhaps that. maybe what you're doing is redefining love for us. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm stripping away a lot of what it isn't to get back to what it really is and always was and is meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not this thing that is polished and shiny or, you know, I love a chick flick like the next person, but, and Disney and whatever, you know, I'm not slamming on Hallmark or Valentine's Day or any of the commercialized mm-hmm. versions of love or romance that we have, but that love is really, to me now, about intimacy and about authenticity. And that's the recipe. You know, that's the winning recipe for me. Mm. Yeah. I want to ask you this. I know our time is just really just going crazy here. Um, And I want to thank you very much for um, sharing this message and joining us here today. Um, Before we kind of wrap it up, I would love for you to give people, again, tell them how they can get a copy of the book. Also, um, how, Courtney, they can work with, you know, work with you directly 
uh, and uh, also about the Facebook pages, social media. Please go ahead and do that if you would. Sure. Please let me also say thank you because this has been such a pleasure, such a wonderful, exciting roller coaster ride of an interview, and you really are so great at it. So thank you for inviting me and having me. That's and an honor. Um, yeah, so it's Finhorn Press. Actually, today being March 14th, it comes out tomorrow and the, hits the shelves, hits the store. So anyone who can actually appreciate, like me, still going to bookstores and buying the book and holding it in your hand, go do that tomorrow. That's be yep. March 15th. Yep. And whenever you're listening to this, still go do it. <laughs> and it's Finhorn Press, so it's the book's website is dear human d e a r dash human dot com. Finding me on Facebook, I have a lot of pages there, but my primary profile is facebook dot com backslash loonybus l o o n y b u s all one word. That's how you find me there. And my private uh, clients where I do intuitive counseling and coaching is uh, squeezing the stars all one word dot com. So that's where I am. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. and I would love to have you come back. I know you're going to be very, very busy because we know Gail. We love Gail. <laughs> yes. uh, and I'm forever grateful for Gail. And yes. I know you're going to be busy. But I would love for you to come back, you know, and share what the journey then evolved into sure. now that you're out there and sharing this and the book is out there. You know, Courtney, thank you so much uh, for being such an inspiration. And I do want to ask you, um, for those of you out there, I did not read the whole, uh, you're texting me. No, I did not read the whole letter. No, that's why you have to get the book. We, <laughs> I only read one line. No, I didn't give the book up. Please. It's okay. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I've great listeners. They're like, dude, did you just like read the whole book? No. Um, so please go get the book. And I want to ask you this question. Uh, what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, today and thank you so very much well i love that thank you loving ourselves as corny and as you know infected as as the internet is with this whole self-love and empowerment thing and it's another one of those things that feels nebulous so now i have to go get that right i have to go love myself great but it really is the bottom line of how we can best love others because the way we love ourselves is the way we're going to love others and show up in our intimate partnerships, uh, connections with colleagues, friends, family. So the more I love myself, the more I can love you. And that's, that's a great sort of secondary message of, like, first, stop beating yourself up for thinking you're doing everything wrong in life. And then secondly, just learn to love yourself through everything, through all the flawed and all the fabulous. And all the- I love it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Flawed and yeah. fabulous. It's really, <laughs> I, I, I love it. it. It's really a whole new way to step in life and be all that we can be. Thank you so yeah. much for Thank today. You. I so loved having you on the show. Uh, please, big hugs to my very dear friend, Gail Tor. And, uh, and I know, I know that your work is just beginning. So fasten your seatbelt, Courtney. You just gave me chills, Dr. Pat. Fasten <laughs> your seatbelt for the movement of the decade. Wow, everyone, we're going to take a short break. I'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.